There's a drive deep left center field. It is high. Notice far. It is gone to the back row of the monster seats. It's Glaber Day. Barry Trump Jr. is also in the game. Robinson! Oh, what a catch! And flush! Spectacular play from Mitchell Robinson. Darnold swings it downfield. Welcome back to the Shoeless Shows podcast, the podcast heard around the world. We're back and two days away from the eve of Super Bowl Sunday, or the biggest game of the entire football year. Uh, Brandon Garcia, if you're listening to this, it's Sunday, I say the same not thing. Thursdays. This guy thought a Super Bowl was going to be on a weekday. <laughs> and no one had talked about it prior. So, Brandon, if you're listening, thank you for listening. But uh, it, it Working during fun. the game, like Albert Payton. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and a quarter of the way through the NBA season. So obviously, uh, things are shaking up in the sports world and the two main sports that we cover on this podcast because those are the two sports that you 11 guys love. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Uh, Mike. Before we get into topics, oh, yeah. we just got to plug the social media real quick. Obviously, it's right here, as it always is. So on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, at Shoeless Joe's Pod. Um, so go give that a follow. Um, Obi had a great idea. So we're going to be dropping polls this week on the social media to see what you guys want to hear, um, what you guys are thinking, uh, so we can give you guys quality content. Um, so that's going to be coming soon. But of course, oh, we already pointed out, the bell, subscribe, comment down below, like the video if you like the video. Um, and, and if you don't like the video, like the video. Yeah, so do it. Who hits and- the dislike button? You're a weirdo. Hey. Uh, from the, all three of us, you're a weirdo if you hit a dislike button on on a video. I agree. Like, group think is group think is job today. Um, yeah, a weirdo. And hit, you better hit that subscribe. <laughs> Come over here, man. All right. So then, <laughs> on that note, we can get into the topics. We have a great show. Of course, we got to talk Super Bowl, right? So we're gonna talk Super Bowl. We got legacies to talk about for winners or losers, right? So in either scenario. Um, and then we're going to go into the golf trade, the golf for Stafford trade. We got to talk about the, the latest drama in the Watson in the Watson Texans whole dilemma. Um, and then we're going to go around and check out all the QB situations around the NFL, the ones with openings. Talk about that QB carousel real quick. Um, and then for the NBA, we're going to talk all-star game coming up. Both came out today. So we're going to analyze those, see if they're right, see if they're wrong, who's missing, who we think deserves to be there. Um, and then just check in on the rookies real quick. We're about a quarter way into the season. So see how the, the, the rookies are doing across the NBA. But without further ado, we can get right into it. Super Bowl this Sunday. I'm excited. What are you guys doing for the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, I'm, pro- I'm, go- I'm probably going to be around. I'm probably going to go to my girlfriend's house, probably. It's a test. Shout out Taylor on the podcast. It's a test? Yeah, yeah just no maturity. And then you guys are going to parties or nothing, man. Because I can't. We can't have that on the Shoeless Joes. Well, if we're doing it remote, does it really matter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, me, me and Kerwin are just going to have some wings. And catch watch it over the airwaves. Screen. Wine and wings. Wine and wings. <laughs> Wine and wings with Kerwin. <laughs> but that'll be my Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, this is a big game. I'm excited. Um, For both parties. And I was watching Pat McAfee show, and he said he doesn't really know which which way this game is going to go because at the same time the yeah. Chiefs and at the other end it's Tom Brady, um, and you never can really bet against Brady. So the spread is about three points. Um, 
what are your like initial thoughts going to this game? And what, what are your keys, do you think, for both teams? Uh, I'll definitely be betting against Brady, for <laughs> sure. I think um, – Based on a gut, like, based on like football belief. Based on everything that I've seen <laughs> from that Kansas City team, based on oh. everything I've seen from the okay. from the entire from the entire Kansas right. City team. But um, no, the keys for I mean, I think it's really just all on the books. I think Tom Brady's going to be playing at his highest and try and deliver. Um, I don't think Antonio Brown is going to be suited up for the Super Bowl, so that might be big no? against them. No, I don't think he's going to make the Super Bowl. I think he said no. They're going to have Godwin, yeah. And I think that would have been big. Just to have a threat Godwin? like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Mike Evans, but... I'm so dead ass. You got to be careful. That would be scary. That would be scary for Tom Brady to not be able to execute. You know, if he's got reliable guys. That's kind of why they brought Gronk in. So I think um, if the game is tight, it's going to come down to Gronk. And uh, Tyron Matthew might be having to make some big plays on that. No, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, the the thing with the Chiefs is that all year, like, they've kind of just made the plays when they need to make the plays. Um, and and the super, even last year when they won the Super Bowl, like, they, they were in a similar position. So to see if they do that again, to see if they put themselves in that hole, because I feel like if they do against Brady, it, it could be a mistake. But at the same time, we've seen Brady – give other teams opportunities like in that's in that green bay game he even like chances when they could have put the game away and they had great start and field position he would turn the ball over and give them a second chance so it's really interesting that defense always makes plays when they need it the most um but i mean it super bowl can go either way like these it's also possible that this becomes like a defensive battle just because of like how well these teams are game planning for one another um but at the same time like i i would love as a fan just to see a a shootout and, and to see who who just takes the opportunity and seizes the moment? What about you, Obi? Yeah, the way I see it, it's um gonna be that uh Chiefs secondary versus the Bucks front four, or if they're gonna get any pressure to Mahomes in general. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a shootout personally, but I mean, you never know. I really, I really, don't, I don't think Brady still got that. <sighs> No, let me chill. Let me chill. His his. De- I mean, his depot has hasn't looked great. They did get lucky going against um. What's that kid from Green Bay? The King kid who was getting lit King. up the whole oh, game. Desmond King. They were running every play at Desmond King, bro. Bro, he was getting oh, lit up. Oh, me terrible. and my roommate. Me and my roommate went on his um Instagram while this was going on, and they was lighting him up, bro. Relentless. I mean, a big key to that game too is going to be like. If they can, if Tampa Bay can run the ball effectively, because that's probably the weakest part of this Chiefs defense. Um, we know that they can get pressure on the quarterback, but stopping the run might be a little bit of a weakness. So if they can get Fournette going, I mean, it could really open up a lot of things for Brady, especially because you know that like Tyron Matthew and company are going to be sitting on like those kind of crossing routes, those deeper routes, um, and trying to create turnovers and trying to create havoc. So if they can establish the run, it really opens up a lot for Brady. I'm sure that has to be part of the game plan regardless because, I mean, every team has to run the ball against Kansas City because the longer you can keep the offense off the field, it'd be better, um, you know, the better chance you have of winning the game or keeping the game close. No, that's definitely true. And uh, so before we get into our predictions, we got to talk a little bit about the legacy factor for both parties involved. Um, there's been debate <laughs> in recent weeks that have been going on about Brady over Belichick uh, 
or vice versa, um, or Belichick not being a good coach or a mediocre coach or an overrated coach. And I feel like a lot of that Jesus. stuff is uh, Jesus, a little Jesus. bit soon for that kind of nonsense that I will not allow on this podcast. However, um, I, I don't know, has the last couple of weeks already changed your view of Brady and where does he go with a win in your opinion? Yeah, 100%. Like, it has to change your view on Brady. Like, um, like he pretty much took that whole Patriots team that we see now isn't really as talented as it is, and he still was able to, uh, to find a way to drag them to the Super Bowl. Um, I feel like the Belichick-Brady conversation, I feel like it's definitely – I think it's definitely put the rest. Like, we definitely know, like, Brady elevated that that squad. Um. Belichick might need to work on his um GM skills. Um, but um I, yeah, I think I think that the is put the rest. I don't think it's much of an argument. I don't I don't know. All right, I don't know what the debate is per se, if people will start to change it up. But if we're saying that Belichick um is is not a good coach or an an overrated coach, and I think that's completely out of whack. Because I think a lot of the Super Bowls that Tom Brady did win, um he was saved by the defense. And then when the offense did go crazy, they ended up, they couldn't like get the defense together with um, like against Philly. They just outscored them. And Tom Brady like broke the record for passing yards in a Super Bowl uh, against Philadelphia. And that's crazy. But um, I don't think, I think it's too soon to judge Belichick as overrated. I think Cam Newton didn't really have a good year and it was a new system. Um, And that team wasn't that talented really. Um, So, so, yeah, that was rough on them. But, I mean, I don't think Brady should get zero credit, though. Obviously, Brady proved a lot this year in showing that he is, you know, a superstar. He is a Hall of Famer. And, you know, arguably, the, if he wins the Super Bowl, if we're going to talk legacy, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's the greatest quarterback that ever lived, for sure. Like, cemented. Like, there's zero debate. Oh. He already is. But yeah, this puts this puts all of that to rest. But, um. But, yeah, I don't know if Belichick, but I think for Mahomes, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, it 100% jumpstarts the legacy of the next greatest quarterback <laughs> who ever lived. For Bro, sure. at, like, at that point, he has more rings than, than uh, Aaron Rodgers. And he yeah. wins. Andrew Brees. Andrew Brees. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I think the debate is interesting just because, like, I think it's, like, very complicated to break down in, in a few ways just because, like, I don't think, like, necessarily to make the assumption that this season is necessarily fair for Belichick just because, like, we saw how talent-depleted that roster was, which I guess you could say ties into his, like, GM skills, but that doesn't matter. Like, he's coaching who he has on the roster. Um, so maybe that has to do with, like, how that team looks and is perceived. Um, and from, like, the Brady perspective, I mean, everyone knew – how good Brady was, but I think like what a lot of people are talking about now is like the culture and gravity that he carries, like in terms of like accountability and making sure everyone is uh, like prepared. Like Pat McAfee was talking about it, like the whole idea that like coaches and coaches watch film more attentively and harder because they know that Brady's like breaking down every single thing and they need to be prepared to like meet with him and talk about it. And like those kind of things and expectations that he puts on people, like the story that Levante David told and like, I saw it on about Bleacher the crime. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, stop yeah, crying. Yeah. We didn't do nothing yet. Like that kind of mentality, like rubs off on a team. And I'm sure that Belichick mirrors that embodies that same like mentality, which is why like it worked so well for them because they both kind of had that mentality. So, I mean, I think it's definitely too soon to tell. And I mean, me and Obi joked about it, like off pod, like if maybe Belichick should like, like duck the smoke and just <laughs> hang it up or, or like if he should like try, like, cause the thing is like with that team, like I don't think anything he can do in the next couple of years will, 
like obviously Brady's great and he's great in his own right too, but I don't think there's anything he can do at with the roster wise to make that team <laughs> competitive enough so he can prove yeah. that he's the coach. Like he's the, so it's yeah. gonna it's gonna take a while. So I don't know if he wants like to do that. Like they said <laughs> I remember at the beginning of the season Colin Cowherd was like, Oh, he, Belichick's making subway commercials like he don't care anymore. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe that's true, I guess. But um I mean you you started the conversation today about like Mahomes. Um people are already saying if he wins this one, he's already like all like he's already getting like himself into like the 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 top five conversation already. I mean I feel like that's you can't kind of say that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can say that that soon. And it, you know what's disrespectful? Like, like that that um that half half a bill doesn't look so bad anymore, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like, I don't. I don't think it was. I, honestly, I don't think it was bad to begin with. I think we yeah. all saw. Like we knew what he was. We we knew <laughs> he is who we uh, thought he was. And they <laughs> didn't let him off the hook. They they put him on the hook. But um. But yeah, yeah. That that money is honestly well deserved because if you think back to it, the first year they let him start when they were in the playoffs. The reason they didn't make it, he should he should have gone to the Super Bowl three years in a row. Right. He they lost the AFC Championship the, the because of that offside call. The offsides call, too, on yeah. um, Ford, right? Yeah. D Ford? That was it D Ford? Oh, Chris Jones, Chris Jones, Chris Jones, Chris Jones. Really? I think it was, I it was on alignment. It was on alignment, though, and then Brady threw the pick, and then they called the offsides. It was against Tom Brady, too, in that game. Uh, then they ended up winning, though. But, um, yeah, he's like – and the way the, the offense is built around him, like what they did to Houston last year, oh, yeah, unheard of. The, yeah. Their offense is – for that offense to be that explosive, they're dangerous no matter what the score is. Right. And Andy my... Reid there? Oh, my Lord. So here's my question for you guys. Like, okay, so obviously like they, they say like if he wins this, right, and he'll, he's already in that conversation because like they're projecting that – he continues to put up like the regular season numbers and stuff that he puts he's put up so far so and doesn't get like, hit right <laughs> right but i don't think you can put him in that conversation yet because that's just disrespectful to like elway and marino and all those greats because like you have to reach that point before you can like you have to put up the numbers that they did before you can be put ahead of them but like so if he continues to put up like these kind of statistics regular season wise does he how many wings does he have to win? Does he have to pass Brady? Does he have to pass Brady in like touchdowns and yards? Mm-hmm. And then he could have like four or five rings and then it's enough. Like what, what is the, what is the marker for you? I, I would say the marker for me personally would probably be like four because it, it's the same thing. Like before Mahomes stepped on the team, like we all knew Aaron Rodgers was more talented than Brady. He just had the, the squad, the coach and everything. Like this guy, bro, the coach. we're not, but we're not going to see a talent like this ever again. Never going to see a talent like this. Bro. I mean, but you don't know that because people said that about Aaron Rodgers. And then this kid came from Texas Tech and can throw the ball wherever he wants, whenever he wants. And then uh, Mike's um, uh, BYU kid. What's the BYU kid? Zach Wilson. The They're calling Mahomes. Zach Wilson yeah, the I'm... Mormon Mahomes. <laughs> to do that. You said Mike's name already? Yeah. Mike's quarterback. Oh, that's not even fair. Cause I didn't even, I didn't make my, I didn't make my big board yet. So I don't know why you're trying mm-hmm. to expose me like that. All right, Todd McShay. Todd McShay. But yeah, like, I think if the numbers are astronomical, I don't think he has to win as much. Yeah, but when have we ever said the GOAT, like the conversation the this early into somebody, this, this career? Like, you can't, like, if he, you say that yeah. now, and then what if he doesn't, like, what if, I, I hope he wins as a, as a 
man, I hope he he becomes the greatest of all time. But um, I, I like what if he does? Like what if he wins? Like the, let's say he wins on Sunday and then like does like a Rogers like does that change things? Like I don't like it's like, oh, it's so yeah. early to have that conversation though. I, I don't know. Is, is it is it early to have that conversation? Because what it's back to back years. Rogers failed in the NFC Championship. You know, like I mean, it's, it's not like Rogers doesn't have ways to go. Like. It's definitely going to be a, a way better path in the NFC for them to get uh, another shot at it at the NFC Championship. Now that like, I don't I don't really see like quarterbacks in his tier at that age limit. Like the only person in the NFC right now with the same amount of talent as Aaron Rodgers is Russell Wilson, and we all know Seattle's kind of a mess right now. No, no, but I'm saying like it's so hard to project like the future to be having to be saying that so early. I feel like it's just like assuming that. I mean, like I guess yeah. It's hard him, to like him warranting this conversation though <laughs> says a lot. You know, this soon. I I just like we haven't seen anything like him. It's like when it's probably like the same effect like Wilt Chamberlain had when he came into a league where the tallest guy was like six three and then he's seven foot one and can jump over people. They're like, Oh, we're not gonna this is never gonna happen <laughs> again. This guy is an anomaly. Uh, and the way Patrick Mahomes, like his arm talent. Like in the first couple, of years, the first couple of years. This is what his third year, his fourth year. This is fourth year, his third year starting. In the first couple of years, I'm talking about like it's years ago. It's his fourth year, right? Yeah, yeah it is his fourth year. His oh. third, the third year he started. He could have made the Super Bowl three years in a row if he'd have done that. I, you could hang it up. I think they let you retire in like <laughs> NFL my career mode. Come on, just threw it. Thank you again, Zoom, for that gift. That was very gracious of you. You guys saw that beam of sweat coming down my, <laughs> on my, my face. On my 15th email. Um, but uh, all right, before we get off this topic of the Super Bowl, of course, we must pick our winners. So, wow. who wants to kick it off? Who wants to take the pressure? Nah. Okay. Pressure. All right, I'll go for it. Oh, dang. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to step up to the plate? You want to step up to the plate? I'll go for it. Hopefully, I don't strike you. Um, Let's go. I'm going to go with. You want to score, too? Are you going to score? Oh, we can go score. Let's go score. I gave gave Nello a score, so I I feel like we got to go. Put me on the spot, but I'll go score. All right. Based on last year's game, um, I think obviously Tampa Bay has a good defense, but not as good as San Francisco was last year. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think that they cover the spread. I'm going to go 30-24. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes gets his second ring. Brady has a great season. Wasn't there just yet for um, for Brady down there in Tampa Bay. But uh, I'm going to go with my boy Patrick Mahomes. 30-24, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. Okay, I can go with that. Um... 30-24. All right. I'm going to go. I'm also going to take Kansas City. And I'm going to say not a, 28-14. I think they hold – I think they hold Brady. I think Brady scores the first two touchdowns in the first half, and the game is tied going into to, to the second <laughs> half, and then they don't score again. You don't want to slow down in the second half. No. <laughs> I don't think they move. I don't think they move the rock at all because I think I think they do stop the run, and I don't think they can get the run the um the running game like working. So I don't think they'll be able to tread unless they try and throw the ball. And then in the second half, Brady's not going to have it. I don't care how clutch he is. I don't care. 
It's not going to happen. All right. Well, uh, looks like we're going group think here. Uh, I'm also thinking the Chiefs. Uh, Mike, I sent, you a, I sent you a text. Uh, I, I, I gave it a look. The conversation I had with my little sister about the score, I had decided before the throw. Want to tell them what the score was? Well, all right. So basically, you're going to keep – what you're going to do here is you're going to keep the, the Tampa Bay score the same, and you're going to add a one to the score of the Kansas City Chiefs, 31-24. Is what Obi predicts. Thank you. So there you have it. The Chiefs are losing. I like, I like, I like your thinking there. I'm saying. Chiefs are a nice balance. A nice balance of offense and defense in there. 31 or 30 24. Uh, but we all have the Chiefs. Actually, I'm going to change. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. This be different. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. No Damian Williams this year. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl MVP. All right. So. That wraps up our Super Bowl coverage. We'll be back next Are week. Are you being serious? <laughs> what, with Travis serious? Kelsey? Yeah. No, it's impossible because oh. who's throwing the ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as many touchdowns as he has, they also go to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so I don't, think, I don't think it'll work for him. All right, so we'll be oh, back <laughs> next week. Oh, you got it. What you got? I was going to say, like, I feel like all, the, the only people who probably go into MVP is like, other than Ray Lewis, it would be probably like a DN, a DB, or a quarterback. Unless the running back somehow does it. Oh, yeah, Damian Williams. But that's about it. That's all I have to say. I mean, I. Or, or Lev Bell. What if Lev Bell makes it now? Yeah, nah. I never All right. So, obviously, we'll be back next week to see if we were right. Um, you guys should tune into that one next week. We're pre. pre we're pre promoting. <laughs> we're pre promoting. Uh, we're gonna have a segment about our favorite Super Bowl commercials, so you guys better have yours too, because I want to hear them. You in better the watch the Super Bowl, Brandon. It's on <laughs> Sunday. Starts at seven thirty. <laughs> oh, shout! Sh- by the way, shout out Rob Estevez, because I know he'll give us a funny Super Bowl commercial when we actually <laughs> a quality one, and he'll put it in the comments. I, I trust Rob. Um, so we talked about legacies of those two. Oh, daddy! We're gonna talk about two quarterbacks in a trade. Who are, might not be as good as the quarterbacks we just mentioned, but they're still very important to the NFL. So, a big trade went down about a few days ago. Um, we're talking about Goff for Stafford. Third um, first name, Matthew. The other first name. <laughs> two for, two first round picks <laughs> going back to Detroit somehow. Um, yeah, so that trade kind of caught everybody by storm with that compensation. Um, I think we're all in kind of agreement on this pod that Matt Stafford is a very talented, very good quarterback in this league and. To see what he's gonna do with Matt, some Matt Benavides, you're hearing that? Matt Stafford is very talented. Known around the league. You idiot. If he doesn't <laughs> idiot. Oh, why are you calling okay. that? Uh, <laughs> honestly, if you don't think Matt Stafford's good, you are an idiot. Um so see what he does with Sean McVay. Um, but who do you think is there a winner in this trade? Do both teams win this trade? Um, what do you think of the draft compensation that was given up by the Rams? Or what was your just thoughts on the entire trade itself? Um, I think I think it's large. I think it's big for the Rams. I think um, you know this is their Rams push. They were just in the Super Bowl uh, two years ago. Two years ago, um, and they couldn't put up any points in the Super Bowl. They were held to three points in the Super Bowl. Um, so Matt Stafford is obviously explosive. Obviously, you know one of the QBs who you know uplifts his team. These like these guys uh, 
like Detroit hasn't had a good team for years. Barry Sanders was forced to retire under the Detroit Lions because they wouldn't build a team around him to get him deep into the playoffs to a Super Bowl. Megatron. Yeah, Calvin Johnson forced to retire. Two of probably the greatest players. People later, but there's a. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we didn't have to bring that up on the podcast. On the podcast. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Lawrence Taylor, uh, <laughs> the greatest football player of all time. Um, not nah, yeah, but I, I just think I think this is what puts the Rams over the edge because even this year they didn't have Jared Goff there in the end. So, um, I think I mean Detroit with the with the draft cap, um, with the draft that they the draft picks that they got plus Jared Goff. I don't think Jared Goff's a scrub. But I don't think they have the team there right now. Especially, I think Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. are both free agents, yeah, who, are. who are definitely on the move. Who definitely do not want to be. T.S. <laughs> Can we not? We're not even talking about them yet. Uh, I apologize. I'll save that for later. Um, but back to the Belichick thing, though. Um, Matt Stafford did say he wanted to go anywhere but New England, which is weird. <laughs> Uh, so is it weird? I, I guess that no, it's not weird. Bro, yeah, not why, weird. why why would he go from Jarius Bird is nice, bro. But I think it's also like the expectations too. Like, oh, brother, like this guy stinks. <laughs> you what? This guy. I forget that. But for in Stafford's case, like if you get a talented quarterback in there, like all the all of a sudden, like in your your paired with Belichick, all the pressure is on your shoulders to like be like the two and like, that's just not reasonable, especially with the lack of talent on that team. Um, but I mean, if you're yeah, if you're Detroit, like you got two first rounders for Stafford. I mean, you kind of have to eat his um, Goss contract, which is like uh, it's it's not small by any means. But I mean, he's also not, like he's also not a bad like it's not a bad swap considering the compensation you're receiving, especially for a team that isn't that bad. Like they, I think everyone's impression is that like. What's been holding them back the last couple of years is coaching, like blowing games at the end of like For sure. long close games. So now they have Motor City Dan Campbell and his fire <laughs> free game speeches. So uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how they do that there. Um but, like yeah, a sailor. <laughs> like a sailor, bro. That was that was a great press conference. Um yeah, so on that note, I mean that kind of just addresses that trade. But now we're gonna get to the rest of the QB moves left to ma- be made because we knew that the Stafford Domino was gonna be one of the earlier ones to fall. But now we're looking at it, and there's about eight teams that we have written down in our pre-show meeting um, about trying to figure out where what they do with the quarterback position. I mean, a lot of what they do impacts the other teams on this list. So I'm just gonna quickly read you guys off the the. the QBs who have openings or might make a move in the QB market this offseason. So we have the Washington football team, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 the, the ah, I was going to say Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders and John Gruden, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, um, the Chicago Bears, shout out Flat Roof, Bears, <laughs> San Francisco, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, New England, and of course, the Houston Texans. Um, so we might be losing J.J. Watt as well. So, first of all, did you guys hear about this possible uh, Andrew Luck coming back? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that shit got leaked, bro. Nah, he's coming back. You think he's so, coming back? Bro, we might as well take the Colts off action, man. He's coming back. I'm telling you, you bro. You think so? I, bro, you, there's no way you can walk away from the game that young and you've been around yeah, it your whole life. He did it. He did it. 
I said, and he walked out without any equipment on and went to a t-shirt <laughs> and, and got, dude, and that was insane Wait, for If him he to comes back, and, like, is he a free agent or he's automatically on the Colts? No, I think, like, the contract still goes. That's I what think, happened yeah. with Gronk. Yeah, like, they have your retirement rights, I think. Yeah. Um, so, okay, but if it wasn't Andrew Luck, who do you think ends up in Indy? There have been talks about Carson Wentz reuniting with Frank Wright. There's, there's talks that he still wants out of Philly. What do you think? What do you think they they end up doing? It's a tough question, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's a tough one. If it, I feel like if it's not, it's not Carson, maybe Garoppolo. Maybe they try and go get Garoppolo. I don't think. I think if it's not Carson Wentz, if that's their number one guy, I don't think they really. I don't think they go too far down the list before they just move on to Jacoby Brissett. Like I don't think they don't like him. Uh, to like to uh, to actually pursue anyone else, um, you know, any other free agents or QBs who might be on a move and make a trade like that. Because they're in a position where, like, if if they get like Carson Wentz and they can align him with like Wright again, and they're in like, and they're in, he gets back to his form, like with that a, defense, they have a roster that can be the second best team in the AFC, like like pretty easily. So that's a very interesting one. Um, Okay, so we'll talk about let's talk. We talked about the Colts, Wa- Washington football team. There's been rumors that they are willing to give up a first round pick to go get a quarterback. Um, they are. I assume that they're not. Even though that one game of Heineke, I assume that they you can't go into the season with him as your. Yeah, I'm sure he's back in school. <laughs> right. So, um, there. So there's rumors that they'll give up a first for a quarterback. Um, people have been saying Sam Darnold a lot to go there if the Jets don't use him in a Watson deal or another deal um, to move him and then get draft capital back. Um, I could see it. I could see that happening. Um, what do you think that Washington goes? Uh, I've had like, um, so my theory is I feel like Tua filled his assessment this season and Washington could use that first round pick. And go get it. I've been I've been thinking that for a while. I meant to talk to you about this the other day, and I forgot. But I could see them flipping that and using their first round pick to go get Fields, and then using uh the pick they acquire from uh it would be the uh-huh. Redskins and going to get a receiver and maybe Waddle. Oh, cause they have that. Yeah, they have that. Yeah, the sixth pick. Fourth. Fourth pick. Six. six. Yeah, wow. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. That, no, that could definitely be interesting. Um, Zay, what about you? That's I haven't um, heard that one yet. No, that is big. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what the football team really wants. I saw, like, I don't know. There's pages that really, like, put out silly things. <laughs> with, like, like just, just to trying to trade whoever they see on the roster and not, like, who's off the market. Like, I saw somebody put up Chase Young for Deshaun Watson. And like I was like, what do you? I was like, why are you even allowed to post this? Like, who who greenlighted you to like put that out with Chase Young on there? Like, they didn't make any sense. It was like a bunch of picks and then Chase Young. And I was like, I was like, they're not doing it. So you're wrong. <laughs> so this one post. is yeah, this one's off. Um, but yeah, I just hope it isn't anyone good, you know? Because I need the <laughs> you know? next year. I don't want like. It. You better hope they don't trade for Sam then. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I actually I hope they do trade for Sam. <laughs> you see more Sam versus Daniel Jones. Oh, that'd be great on the timeline. Um, uh, San Francisco. I mean, I personally think that at the end of the day, if it's not Watson, they're just gonna sit, stay with Jimmy G. 
because I don't think like I don't know what other move that they could make to really upgrade. I don't think they they're in like a win now kind of team. So like I don't see them trying to make a move yeah. for a drafting a quarterback. So I think it's Jimmy G or Deshaun Watson. I don't know if you guys agree with that sentiment or not. No, I agree with you, especially now with the news with the Falcons just deciding to stick with Matt Ryan and Julio, even though I, I think they should just reset. Like, Matt Ryan would have made more sense for the, for the 49ers, but, I mean, if he's not on the market, then, yeah, it's either Garoppolo or uh, you try and go get Watson. Which that's kind of the thing for every team, honestly, because <laughs> Watson. Watson, yeah, Watson's, Watson's the number one guy on the market right now. Obviously, with him not being there, and he just led the league in passing yards. And um, I think I said on the podcast before, the people at Clemson called him a Michael Jordan type athlete, which is the highest possible compliment, I think. Yeah. Now, and the thing is, is like with San Francisco, is like he might not be great, and but when he plays, they win. So it's kind of like one of those things. If it's like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Especially if you're going to upgrade to Deshaun Watson, that's a no brainer. But mm-hmm. to make another lateral move might not be could be detrimental. But my thing is, with all about like news coming out about them looking for a new QB and stuff, doesn't that kind of ruin the relationship between him and the organization? So, I mean, I feel like if they're like, but I feel like that's the thing with like any like team. Like, I just feel like if they know that they're like believe in Jimmy G, like then they're like him and Shanahan are probably in communication throughout the offseason trying to, I don't know. I mean, it could definitely be a factor, though. But, I mean, I, I, it's not like they, he doesn't control his fate anyway, and I feel like he'd probably be content in this, remaining in that situation. Um, um, so, the, okay, so then we covered them. So now we can go to a team that people didn't really think were going to be in the quarterback conversation, the Las Vegas Raiders, but now it's coming out that they're willing to move off of um, Derek Carr. And now it brings in another team who we already knew had quarterback issues, the Chicago Bears, who were interested in acquiring him. So – for for Chicago, I can see, like, you do need an upgrade because that defense is too good to be wasting away the offensive side of the ball, um, wasting away an offensive mind like Matt Nagy. So if that were to go down, how do you think that fits? And then what does Oakland do as a counter? Um, oh, Las like, yeah, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. I mean, they could look into the Dak Prescott situation that's going on. I would say, but that's probably like their best bet. Um, if they are to move on to Derek Carr, because they also want to look into the Deshaun Watson. I mean, who? I feel like every team, if you're smart enough, you probably try to look into Deshaun Watson. So, but I mean, yeah, I could see maybe them, uh, Las Vegas Raiders looking into Dak. Well, uh, yeah, I think the Bear. I think that would be really big for the Bears if they could make a move like that. Um. I don't know who they would – they would have to get someone from Chicago, though, to really uh, beef up that team. I don't know, offensive or defensively, but um, Henry Ruggs had a pretty good – like a pretty good rookie season. Um, Darren Waller is arguably a top three tight end in this league, replacing Zach Ertz off of a terrible year from him and an injured year. But, yeah, he's up there. Darren Waller is definitely up there. So they have the weapons. And Josh Jacobs, uh, offensive rookie mm-hmm. of the year. So, like um, – they have a good, solid team there that um, I'm not. you can't just plug someone in. But obviously, if they're thinking about moving off of Derek Carr, then they have some sort of plan. I just don't work for Las Vegas Raiders, so I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> All right, so then – then Mariota's the backup, right? Yeah, but I, I doubt that they would go. Uh, I don't think they're going <laughs> to – I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear enough. Uh, <laughs> he loves right. Mariota, though. He's done. He's done. 
They what? They do love Mariota. Well, uh, Gruden does. Oh, yeah, he's a good backup. If I could have anyone as my backup, I'd have Marcus Mariota. <laughs> of all the backups in the league, I'd choose him as the backup. What about Geno Smith? Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick. Oh, not Geno Smith. I'm new him? I love Kim Lewis. All right. So that leaves yes. a few more teams. You know, I have to save my JETS for last. So the Philadelphia Eagles. We had their, we the Giants their, in there. We uh, see their, they're not in there. So we see they're going to keep going. He listed the teams already. And he didn't <laughs> say any team that started with a G. So, all right. So we did say. So, the Philadelphia Eagles. We just saw Nick Sirianni give a quite inspiring press conference <laughs> as a new head coach. Uh, they're gonna, from what I understood, it appears like they're gonna play smart. They're gonna play smart, but also complicated. But co- not complicated for them to understand. Complicated for the defense right. to understand. They'll but dumb smart. it down, but it'll also be very smart. <laughs> but it'll be and dumb by, for them, but smart by, for other people. But by doing so, they'll be playing smart football. That's what we got. All right. Anyway, so I guess their first smart decision is going to be what they do at quarterback. Um, so what do you guys think that they should do? Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, if it's like, I say, I don't think you got a big enough sample size from Jalen hurts, but at the same time, if that team, that team is not good enough to win as constructed. So moving once his contract allows you to get better elsewhere. So it's definitely something you have to consider. So if I was in like the position of like the GM to be not like picking like X's and O's who's better, but the GM, I would say if you can move once and get something back for him and then try to build the rest of that roster, that's what I would do. Um, I think what you did see from Jalen Hurts wasn't terrible. Um, And I think, I think moving on from, I think what people, I think Carson Wentz is not right up there with Deshaun Watson, but I think, um, among the rest, he's up there because there's still talent there. Obviously, we see um, if that situation is not working out. I'm sure there's a lot of coaches, a lot of new coaches who feel like they can take Carson Wentz and plug him in and use him, um, you know, to help that football team win, whichever team it would be. So, um, yeah, I think that's the best move. I think go get what you can for Carson Wentz, up the price and shop him um, as much as you can, and then uh, just – build with because obviously he's injury prone and we haven't seen that from Jalen Hurts so if we keep Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts will be steady and Jalen Hurts will continue to grow um so it's kind of like a fresh slate for your offense and Jalen Rager is a good young player who um also had a pretty good season too so for a young player I don't think he's I mean, bad. I think Jalen Rager is pretty good. Not named Justin Jefferson, I guess. Saying, and, and they had they had the chance to pick between Justin Jefferson and Jalen Rager, and they picked Jalen Rager. Wow. I mean, I don't think they'll make that mistake with uh, Devontae Smith. <laughs> they better not make that mistake. Yeah. After they tank but, to get him. <laughs> for for real life tank and hurt Isaiah's feelings. <laughs> and I, I, well, Water under the yeah. bridge, <laughs> bro. Honestly, I, whatever. I'm not even gonna say it. The Bucks, the Bucks wouldn't be in. The Bucks wouldn't be in. The Bucks wouldn't be in the Super Bowl, though. I'll tell you that. They almost <laughs> lost to the football team. Yeah, imagine the, the Brady beaters. Absolutely. All right, my fault. <laughs> Kill Brady every year. But yeah, no, nah, I definitely agree with you guys. Though, like a straight hand. See you, Minora. <laughs> Justin Tuck and the boys. 
<laughs> no, those Final Four used to be. I wish I was older when they were winning. That's whatever, though. I feel like a Jets fan for a while. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying about Philly. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I, I agree with y'all with Philly. It, uh, yeah, let's move on, man. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. New England. What do they do? Is it Jared Stidham season? Or – because no one wants to go there, it seems like. So what's going on? Yeah, they Cam another have chance. One in the draft, bro. Nah. But yeah, they give Cam another chance. I mean, if Cam even wants to come back, Cam doesn't end up in, on the right team. Anyway. But, then, um, the football oh, team. Football team. I apologize. To who? Football team. <laughs> nah, don't the, do v- it. the viewers. The viewers. The viewers. The viewers. We'll the, viewers the, and the viewers and the, the people offended by that word. Right. But um, uh, yeah, you're just gonna have to find a quarterback through the draft. I feel like Belichick way might be uh might be tarnished in the NFL at the moment until they uh draft their uh new uh, heir heir to the throne. The name they've they been throwing around some is, money. The name they've been throwing around in the draft is Mac Jones, um, Alabama, um, just like the typical like pocket quarterback, but. I mean, quarterback. yeah, that's what I think as well. But, I mean, I think Belichick would know better than us. So, if he drafts him, then he'd probably see something. Um, who knows? Um, so, Houston, that whole, Deshaun Garoppolo? Watson, the, the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I mean, it, it Watson's saying he'll hold out the whole season. They're saying they're not trading him. I think at the end of the day, they're going to have to move him because you finding him all this money for every game he misses is not going to make him want to play football for your organization, which he already does not want to play for. So he's gonna sit out the whole season. He said he's he's willing to sit out the whole season and give up twenty million dollars. So if he's willing to do that, I don't I don't know I don't know what happens in twenty twenty two. He's not coming back from that. That that just ruins everything. So I mean, you're gonna assume that whenever that comes to be, whenever that comes to be, it's gonna be Zach Wilson or Justin Fields being quarterback for the Houston Texans. If not, if they don't end up getting like the Tua or Darnold deal or whatever that is. Um, and that leaves one team. <laughs> I set it up perfectly, Isaiah. You can't even be mad. Left it on a platter. <laughs> Perfect. How, how does Perfect. that go? I think it goes J. E. <laughs> yeah. JTS. JTS. Jets. Jets. Just the Jets. Jets. Three the Jets. jets. Yes. Yeah. All right. I've been setting it all along. All right. Isaiah got mad last time because we were too excited about it. I'll just give you the facts. Sean Watson wants out. He wanted Robert Sala. They're not at the top of his list. Uh, he has Robert to go. Going. Going. Wait, isn't Robert Sala the head coach of these New York Jets? Yes. Oh, yeah. We have Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman, Allen Robinson saying he should go to New York, and he's not talking about the G, man. He's talking about the Jets. <laughs> the G, man. <laughs> Okay. Or, or Houston could not trade him, and he can hold out the whole season. He'll miss a year. Who cares? Right, we'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, a year. Keep waiting. Keep waiting. I'll see you next year, buddy. All right. The facts. The facts. Let's like, let's not get carried away. The facts. The Jets have the assets, the most assets, I should add, to go get him if they want to get him. Therefore, if Joe Douglas decides Deshaun Watson is the future quarterback of the New York Jets, Deshaun Watson will be the future quarterback of the New York Jets. We're talking what two or three first round picks? We have those, right? Thank you, Jamal Adams. First of all, I I've, I want to talk about Jamal Adams because he gave that in Instagram live and he was saying nonsense. But I'll leave it alone. 
Wait, what Instagram live? He told nah, a story. No, no, nah, nah, here we go. He told a story about, he said, you know, you know what was the final straw for me? I walked outside my house and I lived next to this family. I lived next to an elementary school and a 13 year old girl walks up to me and she goes, I never know you play for the Jets. I feel bad for you. And he said, that was embarrassing. And, oh. and everyone in the comments was like, if you let a 13 year old girl embarrass you to the point where you have to ask out, that's on you. And then he went on to say a thing that didn't make any sense. He said, he said, I was on social media trying to push my way out of New York because that was the only way to get out of there. He, that's exactly what he said. And then he said, so, I, so Joe Douglas said, if Jamal keeps acting like this, no one's going to want to trade for him. And he said, at that moment, once they disrespected me, that's when I asked for a trade. I said, that doesn't make any – you were trying to force your way out and then got mad at people uh, didn't like it. Uh, I, I don't want you to continue on this rant anymore because I'm, a, I'm still a Jamal Adams fan. So just right. – I hope Jamal Adams and Deshaun Watson don't uh, text or talk to each other at all. I mean, Adam Gates is not there anymore, so it don't matter what he says. I, think, nope. I, think, I don't think he brought up Adam Gates. I thought he brought up Joe Douglas. Because I, if, if I remember the interview correctly, he said, we were fine. We were chilling up until there. And he doesn't like <laughs> Joe Douglas anymore. So, whatever. Listen, I hope the best for the Jets, honestly. Because it seems that when I put uh, – bad things out into the ether for the Jets, good things seem to happen to them. So uh, with a little reverse psychology, hopefully nothing will come good for the Jets. You can't outsmart the universe. It'll never work. The universe can't be outsmart. You better hope. You better hope you better hope they get Deshaun Watson. I do hope they get Deshaun Watson. <laughs> because I mean whoever they draft also could be good. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I th- you got to talk about that other way. You can't just talk about Deshaun Watson. What nah, if they don't get I'm Deshaun just going to talk only positive things into the universe. So. All right. What, are, who, we'll what about draft? That, will they draft with the second round pick? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. We'll, I'll leave it there. Deshaun Watson will be a Jet. I'm just going to say positive things and hope hope that they come to fruition. What about I'll Jacksonville let, and Trevor Lawrence? Nah. What if they get that, Trevor Lawrence? Right. Nah, that's the end of our football segment. <laughs> Deshaun Watson being a Jet. And we'll leave it right there. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of football. Anyway. Now we'll transition to our NBA portion. So if you guys stuck stuck through it through this part, we appreciate you. If you skip to this part, welcome to the Shoes Joe's podcast. Soon to be the podcast heard around the world. <laughs> well, we talk about NBA and NBA only. So we have two topics. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> anyway, so now we'll talk about two topics we have lined up: the NBA All Star vote and the rookies to this point. So we'll break it down by conference so far with the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, front court and back court. So in the front court in the West, from 1 to 10, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Zion Williamson, Andrew Wiggins, Christian Wood, Brandon Ingram, and my boy Carmelo Anthony. Then, the fans. For the guards, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Damian Lillard, John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, C.J. McCollum, Shy Gilgis Alexander, and making a surprising appearance, <laughs> Thompson. A surprising appearance. So, um, what did you and on one to- leg, oh. <laughs> oh, Rodney, Rodney. Oh, by the way, by the way, um, uh, Glenn Davis, you're an asshole. Ooh, <laughs> Thompson will cook you on one leg. Big baby. Chase him around. He's also just a big baby. He doesn't. Clay Thompson said he's going to have the big man running in circles chasing me. (laughs) He will. On one leg, probably still. 
What do you guys think about the Western Conference voting? Um, little fat boy. Glenn Davis, you're a fat boy. You look at this, you little fat boy. In the timestamps, it's going to say, calling out Glenn Davis, whatever minute we're at. Fat shaming Glenn Davis. <laughs> what did you guys think about the Western Conference vote? Um, I mean, besides, like, the – besides maybe, like, the Mello. Wiggins, Wiggins or Clay Thompson. No. Mello. Mello deserves it. Carmelo Anthony. Out of respect and name alone. Out of Shut the up. bench. <laughs> Off of the God, bench. God damn it. Right. Out of the starting line. So what do you guys line. think about the Western voting so far? Besides number 10. Um, I think they got it right. I think uh, it's going to be team uh, – LeBron will get a team, obviously, on fan vote alone. He's got 2 million votes just from the fans alone. So – um, I will yeah, see how KD that weighs out. Team. And yeah, KD could get the other team because he's the second best player in the world. So I looking guess at all... you, Obi. Looking at you, Obi. Looking at you. Why are you looking at me, man? Because he's the second best player in the world. And that's where that's, he'll stay. That's Can't your get to opinion. One. Can't get that's to your one. opinion. It's that's fact. Your opinion. It's fact. Your opinion. It's fact. Yeah. And my opinion is factual. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they got it right. I'm very excited to see... Um, uh, I spoke to Obi about this a little bit before the podcast, but like just Zion Williamson making his first All Star appearance, like quietly, he's entering into stardom in this league. Uh, Mike was complaining the other day about the Pelicans getting too many games. I was on, <laughs> on primetime. I want to see it, and, but people want to see Zion Williamson. I know, but I don't, I want to see Zion Williamson as well. I don't want to see him every other day when they're. When they're under four they games, they got to force. They got to force him to the NBA public because they know the kind of star potential he has. Fair enough. We're just the first of men. How many games was under five hundred of the Knicks? Don't matter. You watch them all. Every game, you watch every game. Don't matter. You're so, goddamn right. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not is, I'm not forcing them to put garbage on national TV. <laughs> not everyone gets MSG. Next, uh, no, no, they don't. Yeah, and that's saying, my point. And that's my thank you. Thank you. You're proving my point. Thank you. Thanks, Obi. Oh, All right. Eastern Conference. <laughs> Kevin Durant, number one in the front court. OB's boy, Giannis Antetokounmpo, number two. Both my Joe, boys are one and two. Joel Embiid. Jason Tatum. You're mad, sir? You're mad, sir? I'm not Jim, mad. I'm not upset. Number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Butler with nine games under his belt. Uh, <laughs> Bam Adebayo, number six. Seven. DeMontis Sabonis, number eight, should be number five, where Jimmy Butler is. Julius Randle, <laughs> number nine, Gordon Hayward, and number 10, Jeremy Grant. Number eight should be number five. Guards, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine. Bradley Beal is the number one guard. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He's getting a lot of attention this year. Trey Young, number six. Colin Sexton. Derek Rose, you what? <laughs> Not nine. Russell Westbrook at number 10, Ben Simmons. Wait, what? how are you going to say that about Derrick Rose? And when we say the same shit about Melo, you got something crazy to say. Because Melo's better than Derrick Rose. Okay, yeah, but you were talking about the respect factor. Yeah, they put Derrick Rose 7. Melo was 10. He barely squeaked in. <laughs> they put Derrick Rose. In the West, the West is kind of low. Derrick Rose is the oh, – right, they put Derek him Rose 8. Is above ben and <laughs> Russell Westbrook. That is not right. All right, you're gum. All right, so what do you guys think about the East? What's going on with the East? I mean, I'm happy they got Zach Levine in this year because I was a big advocate last year that Zach Levine should have been in. Uh, Bradley Bill, number one, deservedly so. Leading scorer, you know, he's a suck. 
But uh, <laughs> got nothing to do with that. So. And he wants to stay. Like, I mean, obviously, I, I guess he doesn't want the situation to get that bad. But I think it's best for both parties if they just move on from Bradley Beal. Oh, I got, I got one problem with the East front court. Andre Drummond is not in that. Shut up. Andre Drummond is not number one. Or number <laughs> not two, or number three. That's my only problem. You think Jimmy should be an all-star? No. He shouldn't be, right? <laughs> no. I mean, he's not going to – Jimmy Butler shouldn't be. But based on this, he's not going to be a starter, and then the coaches decide. So he's not mm-hmm. – He doesn't want to – he doesn't play even when he's selected. Like, he, he goes to the coaches and tells them not to play him. He does that every all-star game. Yeah, so – I mean, don't, based... don't waste your vote, guys. Don't waste your vote. <laughs> I mean, the votes are wasted already. <laughs> to the 12 people watching, don't waste your vote. The difference between him and fourth place Jason Tatum is like 400,000 votes. So he's not even close to runner-up to starting. So um, he'll be all right. Um, And then with the guards, I guess the Derrick Rose thing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the the voting still has a long way to go. I think votes count double. Other than Derrick Rose and then guards by the Like, do you have anybody they think deserve? Kevin Horder. Emmanuel quickly. (laughs) Oh my goodness, RJ Barrett before RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, Reggie Bullock, Alex. Oh Ricks, my lord, Austin Rivers. <laughs> oh, I mean DJ Wilson, Allen Houston, Cody <laughs> <laughs> The man who's about to get cut, Augustine, maybe. About to get cut. <laughs> Drew Holiday, Justin Holiday, sure. Um, all right. I don't see Chris Middleton in this. Hold on. Hold on, there's some, there's, some, there's some robbery right. going on so here. Take Jimmy out, move everybody up one, and you put Chris at the bottom. Move <laughs> <laughs> everyone else on. <laughs> Drew Holiday got to be here. Come on, man. What's going on? What y'all doing, man? Obviously, the, the voting has a long way to go. If you guys want any specific player, like Julius Randle, for example, in the All-Star game, you go on Twitter, you hashtag their name. This guy's advertising wait, 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 before, to vote for Julius before you Randall. Go on no, no, I'm voting to advertise oh, for whoever you want to advertise wait, for. Before but you, you go on Randall. Twitter. You got to follow the Julius no, Joe's podcast. Before you go on Twitter, yeah, I'm saying oh, you oh, got to yeah. you gotta hit Julius Joe's before you go It's right on here. It's, it's, if you're going on Twitter, if you're opening the app, it's right here. So. so do that and then go vote for your favorite NBA All-Star. Hashtag their name and then hashtag NBA All-Star. And if you want to type in Julius Randall, be my guest. <laughs> You guys think this alter game should be happening though? No, I don't. <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's safe. I think it's safe. I don't think it's safe. They're still having zero tests. I think. Yeah, they just yeah, came this out the first the time they had just zero. Breaking, oh yeah, breaking, breaking news from Woj actually on the Shooters Joe's podcast. On the Shooters Joe's podcast, NBA teams say that uh, they've had a finalized agreement for the uh, the All Star game in Atlanta by next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. There'll be a memo that'll be finalized next week. Players will continue to test daily during the All-Star break, and no international travel will be allowed per memo. Yeah, for sure. I think that's uh, – I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get it done. Should it be happening? I don't know. My last name's not Fauci. I'm not sure <laughs> of, all, of what should be going on. You know, I'm not a doctor. I don't have my doctorates. But I'll tell you this. I want to see an All-Star game. And yeah. I didn't have fun watching four grown, eight grown men play Madden NFL 21. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> it wasn't a good time at all. There was no Hawaii. Just, there was no Pro Bowl. There was no actual uh, there was a, There wasn't playing dodgeball. 
dude, Keyshawn Johnson doesn't even know how to play the game. He was, he was He's trash. <laughs> Bro, he was clicking L1, throwing the football back there. <laughs> and his morning show with Jay Will and Zubin sucks. Go ahead. Sorry. He doesn't. It doesn't. He's just a bad. hater. It's bad. It They're annoying. They're annoying. Oh, no Jay Will. Um, no Jay Will. X no Jay Will at all. X and A on the Jay Will. Uh, what was I going to say? Net fan. Well, I mean, yeah. So that, that there goes that. And um, that'll I think, it up. I think they're playing with fire by doing the all-star game because if something goes left, then everyone brings it back to their the respective city. I don't know if it's the move. Um, but, I mean, if they can get it done safely, they should, they should get it done safely. Um, and then the last subject, we're just going to touch upon the rookies. So we just figured we'd just go to the NBA.com rookie ladder and just go through there and see what we think. And, I mean, if we have another names, we could throw them out there. But in this week's rankings, moving to number one, LaMelo Ball. Charlotte Hornets. The Number best two, ball, bro. Tyrese. They said the jump shot wouldn't translate. Tyrese. Halliburton, who's been playing great basketball for those Sacramento Kings. Number three, James Wiseman, Golden State, having had himself a couple of good games this week. Number four. We got He's hurt, though, now. And benched. Yeah. He's hurt, or he just they benched him? No, no I think he's, he's hurt. hurt. For like, not for, like, a week and a half. Oh, okay. Um, four, the Ant Man, Anthony Edwards. Number five, Emmanuel Quickly. Number five. Number six, Cole Anthony. Oh, game. Number seven, Isaac Okoro. Number eight, Precious Achua. Number nine, Desmond Bain. And number 10, Isaiah Stewart. What do you guys think about those rankings? Um, you know how I feel already, and my critique and what it will be. If Emmanuel Quickly could be number one, <laughs> he should be. Number and then move every, take everyone, move yeah, them you, down, you do and take Emmanuel you do, quickly, move him to number one. <laughs> what you do is you place quickly at the top, and then you you re rank from the bottom going up. That's what you're supposed to do. It's something about those Kentucky guards, man. I don't know what it is. But. Oh man, wait, is Maxi on it too? He's not Maxi. No. They they probably have it all right. No, uh, they they forgot about um they forgot about uh Killian Hayes though. You know what? They didn't forget. They remembered. They remembered to leave him off the list. (laughs) Oh, they They remembered. remembered. Oh, they did not forget. The same way I remember not to order his jersey on DHgate. Shout out DHgate, our sponsor. Thank you. Shout out DHgate. Thank you for this Obi Toppin jersey. It's turned backwards because the the New York is in the middle of the jersey, not the top. Thanks, I appreciate it. Anyhow. So, but Anthony Edwards is really a not. Or Anthony Edwards is a lot nicer than we thought he would be. Um, the what was that, bro? He he had a dunk the other day. Talking about the rapper, just really. Yeah, I'm talking about the rapper slash football player slash slash also NBA player. Um, but yeah, he's nice. He's he's scoring a lot, which I didn't think. He, I thought obviously he could do, but. Um, this well into the game, I th- I think it's like a recent trend where like rookies are just a lot nicer <laughs> in basketball than I like they have been in the past. Like that, I haven't really seen any flops, and if there are any flops, guys taking it like twenty five, like a manual quickly would like shoot up and like shine over. So every graft is a is a good draft. Every graft, every draft is a good draft. <laughs> any thoughts, Obi? On the, on the rookie ladder or the, the lack of higher rankings for Emmanuel quickly? Um, no. But, um, I mean, I'm just happy with Melo's getting 
the start. You know, I've been complaining about that for weeks, but I'm, uh, I feel bad for Terry Rosero. You know, heal up, rest up, and hopefully you're traded by the time you're uh, you're ready. Recently, <laughs> he's not. Well, any- actually, I don't want him traded. I want the other trash. Ah, uh, Devontae. Yeah, Devante Graham. Mr. Graham. It's funny because LaMelo Ball's not the only point guard on this list who should be starting for their respective team. Shout out to Knicks fan. Shout out to Knicks fan 63 on Twitter. Knicks fan 63. Shout out Alfred Payton. We caught you. We got you. In 4K. Gotta be quicker than that. Very clearly. We see see you. And uh, you got to work on that work schedule, buddy. You, You can't be working all day. They're not paying you enough. So if you guys haven't known, Alfred Payton's a burner or alleged burner has been found. So go out there and follow at Choose Joe's Podcast. But also while you're there, follow at KnicksFan63 for all the latest tweets from Alfred Payton. Great content. <laughs> Quality oh, content. Yeah. And get in the comments. Let them know how you feel about Alfred Payton. <laughs> um, but on that note, start a man. And thank you. Oh, he does suck. But uh, thank you for watching the Choose <laughs> Joe's Podcast. Soon to be the podcast heard around the world. Heard around the world. We hope Sooner. you enjoy the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoy it safely. And Absolutely. don't forget. Social distancing, y'all. We told you your assignment for this week. Y'all got to come back with your favorite commercial and put it in the comments down below. Yes. And make sure you look out for that poll, man. Look out for yes. Poll. Polls coming to all the social media That's platforms. Just so you guys know what you want to hear and what you guys like, what you don't like. You just, we appreciate the interaction. Um, is there anything right. else you guys need to plug before we get out of here? No, big commercials coming. Um, you know, Doritos, Pepsi, always guys who are always in there. State Farm just said they're bringing a new talent besides Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Who will it be? Is it another quarterback? Who's it going to be? Little baby. Jake from State Farm. uh, Halftime show, the weekend. I'm excited for that one. So it's crazy. So it's Brandon who doesn't know when it is. You know, <laughs> Brandon knows. Brandon knows, bro. Brandon, what is wrong with you, bro? Brandon's like this. We're like the Super Bowl Sunday. Wait, the same day as the weekend concert. This guy, bro. Concert. You know, those weekend put seven million dollars into his his own money of his own his bread own into this. Money. This is gonna be interesting. So I'm zero people to be there and see. <laughs> he won't fill up the Raymond James Stadium. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, ex- no, I'm excited Poor for the game. I'm excited for the wings. I'm excited for the the halftime show. I'm excited the for the commercials. It's gonna be a good day. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Carwin's homemade wine. The wine and wings with Carol. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a segment on the Shoes Joe's podcast one day. All right. <laughs> but on that note. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, like we said. Yes, Everyone, sir. be safe, be smart, be smart, and we'll catch, y'all, guys. we'll catch y'all next week. Be the part. Peace. Trouble, double, 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 double. So she didn't have a daughter, she didn't have a son She said the lift doesn't work, run up the stairs and come And if